This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Lexi. And it's just me this week. Gabby did a solo episode a couple weeks ago for me, and now it is my time. I am going to be with Sean answering a ton of relationship questions that you guys left on our podcast Instagram, but let's roll the intro music. Order's up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. So as you guys are listening to this, it is Sunday, December 27th. We just got done with our Christmas celebrations with my family. Tonight we have Christmas with Sean's family up in Buffalo. So this week's weekly scoop is honestly all documented on Vlogmas. I did successfully vlog every single day leading up to Christmas and all of it's on my YouTube channel. So go check it out. But for those of you who don't watch, we got to spend Christmas as just our immediate family um, in Erie. Gabby is in town. She was tested before she flew in, all of that good stuff. And we just got to hang out. We really did not do a lot, obviously, because of COVID, but also because during the holidays, we're the type of family that just sits in our pajamas and watches Christmas movies and just hangs out. Um, we did get a crap ton of snow in Erie and in Buffalo. And I felt like when we were in Erie, we got it there. And then we came back to Buffalo and we got it here at that point. So we have been covered with snow constantly. Um, We did go on a nice family walk with my dad in Asbury Woods in Erie, which is just like a nature path, but it was covered in snow. So we were all in snow pants and things like that. It was really fun. And other than that, we just honestly hung out. But we did Christmas with my mom and we stayed in the hotel like we usually do every holiday Normally we do it on Christmas, but we did it a couple days beforehand and made some TikToks and all that good stuff. Sean had a very busy couple of weeks leading up to Christmas, making all of his Christmas orders for people for their Christmas gifts. And now it is time to relax. And this upcoming week, we are going to Florida for a couple of days. He's staying longer than me. He's going to help Gabby out with some stuff around her apartment that he she needs help with. And I have to come home because of school and COVID testing and all of that um, to fit the guidelines. So... We are getting tested, staying safe, wearing masks, all of that good stuff. And if we didn't feel like we were being safe leading up to the trip, we wouldn't be going. We're taking it very seriously. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer in there. But I'm excited for some hopefully warmer weather because it has been very cold and very dark and very gloomy here. As a full-time dental student who's always on the go, it's sometimes super difficult for me to figure out the best lifestyle habits to maintain a healthy routine. When it comes to diet plans, meals, workouts, or just general healthy habits, sometimes I need a little guidance. So that is why I am so excited to introduce you guys to Perfect Body DNA. Perfect Body DNA strives to create a personalized fitness and health plan specifically for you. So what I love is I got to go on, take the quiz, put in all the information about my lifestyle, my diet, and my fitness regimen, and they create a plan that is tailored specifically for me. Diet and weight loss, as well as fitness is not a one-stop shop and everybody's body is different. So that is why I love Perfect Body DNA. I love Perfect Body DNA because it is so convenient, simplistic, and stress-free. They don't want you or expect you to completely change your routine overnight. So they actually ease you into healthier habits. 
And like she said, it's not a one-stop shop. It's completely customized for you. So whether you have different dietary needs, you're vegan, you don't eat meat, whatever the case is, that's not a problem at all. And they will adjust your meal preferences to fit exactly your lifestyle. It gives you over 300 pages of information and it's created by a personal trainer, nutritionist, and a wellness coach, which comes at an unbeatable value. Perfect Body DNA's personalized health plan is the ultimate level of personalization combined with top quality content. You get everything based exactly on your needs, including a meal plan, a workout program, and tons of strategies for building healthy habits. I am personally so excited to keep using the meal section in particular because I am the kind of person that struggles with eating a balanced meal. So they have different options that you can pick and choose out of each category to make sure you are eating a well-balanced meal. And I am just excited to see results as far as, you know, my energy levels and things like that, getting a well-balanced meal for each mealtime. So I am excited to use that every single day. And of course, we have a discount code to offer for our amazing audience. So go ahead and go to perfectbodydna.com scoop and use our coupon code SCOOP30 to get 30% off your fully personalized book for yourself. Again, that is perfectbodydna.com scoop and use our coupon code SCOOP30 to get 30% off your order. We absolutely love it and we know you guys are too. So go ahead and check them out. Okay, so I am here with everyone's favorite guest, Sean. Hello, everyone. It's so funny because we asked on the podcast Instagram story what you guys would want to hear this week if Sean and I did a solo episode together. And everybody's like, relationship advice, communication. And we were literally arguing five seconds before we started this episode. So I do want to start off by saying as much as everybody is like, oh my gosh, couple goals, you guys are perfect. Like, yes, I love our relationship, but it is by no means perfect. We have come such a long way with communication and we still have such a long way to go and we still drive each other nuts sometimes because that's what happens when you live with your significant other yeah i think that that people don't really see the work that's put into a relationship and everyone knows that everyone's relationship is different but to keep our heads kind of sane uh, together sometimes we you know we have to put in a lot of work and a lot of communication and that takes time and it takes pain and it you know it takes working together so I think we do it pretty well and sometimes we don't but we get over it and we work through it yeah so we got a whole plethora of topics to discuss here and I don't want to make this episode too long because I'm sure you guys are kind of just relax this week. It's that awkward week between Christmas and New Year's where nobody knows what to do with themselves. But we still wanted to get up a good episode for you guys. Um, so let's just jump right into the questions. So the first thing that everybody wants to know is how we met. So I will tell it from my perspective and then hand it over to Sean. But basically, I was bartending at the taco bar in town. Um, and it was like almost near closing time, I think. And this group of guys comes in. They're really fun. They're pretty much like the only people in the bar at that point, I think, honestly. And it was me and the bar manager working and we just started chatting. And I thought Sean was a lot older than he was because I had heard things about like how he was already married and how he was in the military. And so I was like, oh, like this guy's really cute. He's really nice and he's fun, but he is probably too old for me. Not that he looked older, but just like the stories that they were talking about with him and his friends and his friends are older, which a lot of his friends are older than him. So that made sense. But yeah, that was that. Yeah, at least like most of my friends are little probably like five to six years older than me um and some of them are pushing 36 so like they're nine years older than me but we still get along pretty well um and i remember that night where we first came in and i was a little tipsy i think i don't know i don't, know. I don't remember 
But I do remember flirting with Lexi. Uh, I remember she was wearing a like a black tank top with like this camo kind of sweat long sweater and these gold hoop earrings, which I hate gold hoop earrings, but I I still was like, wow, this girl's really cute, and I wanted to get to know her. So I was flirting with her a little bit. Uh, it didn't lead to much that night, but I think I came back another time and then friend requested you after that. I don't think it was the night after. It was a couple days, I think. I think it was a, I think it was a, a whole week, and then I came in another time, and then friend requested you after that, because I think I came in during like for like a brunch or a day day drink, and you were working, and I think after that I stalked you, and f- I stalked her off of the TCB, like the bar we worked at, uh, their social media page. I just typed in Lexi under who follows the page and that's how I found her. So I thought it was pretty clever. And then I just kind of started commenting on some pictures and then she started taking notice. So the next one says, what is your first impressions of each other? Like I said, I thought he was older just because his friends were older and the conversations that they were having, but I thought he was really good looking and really fun. Like he had a fun personality. He wasn't like trying to like overtly hit on me at the bar, which I hate. Like he was just having a conversation, trying to get to know me. So that was that yeah. we called him the hot marine for a while me and my friends because nobody knew his name <laughs> yeah i thought she was pretty attractive looking uh at the time so but she also had a great sense of humor which i took a liking to uh, i think we both reflect off of each other pretty well with our sense of humor so yeah and then as someone said like what was our first date what happened after we met so honestly we were just friends for a bit like Sean wanted to be more. I wasn't ready for that. I was like at the tail end of getting out of like not a relationship, but I was just like talking to somebody going on a couple dates before I met Sean. And that's what made me realize like he was much more what I wanted, I guess, in a partner. But I just wanted to be friends at first because I'm the kind of person where any long term relationship I had stemmed from friendship. Like I need to get to know that person and enjoy hanging out with them before you know, I'm in like a romantic relationship with them. So that was that. He came and helped me move out of my apartment as a friend. And genuinely like, well, he thought thought he was going to try to slide in and be more at that point, but I was not ready for that. And then we just sort of hung out and got to know each other. His friends were really easy to get along with. So I got to hang out and meet them a little bit more. Um, But like our first date was honestly at that like ratchet bar. I would consider our like that ratchet bar near my old apartment we weren't like dating but it was like the first time we hung out alone the two of us i feel like we hung out alone yes but like that was to me like i don't know see i think that was i still consider that a date because you you were showing obvious signs that you liked me through text message and through communication like we texted all day and all night yeah we were like in constant communication we were snapchatting all the time and i think that i think that you were i could tell from the signs that you were really interested in me and then that that time where I came to clean out your compartment, compartment and, or your apartment, <laughs> which was pretty much a compartment. Um, but I I got really confused because I went in to kiss her and, and then I she was like, no, completely curved me. And yeah, I, was, I like, was just not ready for that at that point. And I was really surprised, though, because I, I was like reading all the signs. See, and that's just me like being like, oh, we we're like mm. hit, really hitting it off. We're really good friends. But then we started going on dates and I feel like like almost towards the very beginning of our relationship I met like all of your friends 
all of your like close family like right well, away yeah. because there was this big event at the fire hall so that was cool because i got to know everyone yeah. in his life like very quickly yeah that was steak dinner and then we have a huge bonfire and like, yeah she met pretty much every friend that i have yeah. through the fire department um i will say right now yes I got a question about this. Sean was married. He was married very young. He was in the military for four years after high school. And we're going to touch on that a little bit more. Um, But people were asking, like, does that bother me that you had already gone through that? And I will say straight up at first, it really did. Because for me, it was like, I didn't want everything to just be like a repeat. And he's like, oh, I've already done this. I've already done this. Like, I wanted it to be special because I have not gone through that. And I wanted it to be like still very special for us. But getting to know him and, like, the whole situation more, I don't feel like yeah. it takes away from anything. I think, if anything, it made him mature so quickly in relationship form and, like, know what it's like to go through that in a marriage and know how much work it takes so that this time around, if he does want to do it again, I know he's very serious yeah. about it, I guess. And if, like, if it does come up and we do end up getting married, I think that it's it's going to mean so much more because I have been through it and I know what I don't want. And now I do know what, what I do want. You know what I mean? Does that, that make sense? But it's, it's also the fact that we are a new relationship. We are a completely different couple than me and my ex-wife. And I think that this is going to be more special because it's completely new. That and you were so young. So it's almost like. I mean, I was your age. Right, but I'm saying you guys were young and most of your relationship you spent in the military. It's just a completely different situation to us, completely. Um, We lived together starting like, what, six months into our relationship, which like is soon when you start dating somebody. And he didn't live with his ex-wife until they were married. It's just a completely different relationship. Yeah, and I like, I thought she was the one because, you know, we, um, we had been together for so long and it's like when you've been with somebody that long and we went through, you know, I was in the military. We did long distance for four years and, but we did get to see a lot of each other and it was like, okay, this, like this person stayed faithful to me through four years and you know, they should, that person should be my wife. Like, but honestly, that's not like, just because somebody stays loyal to you and you know, you come home and like, everything's great there's times where everything's not great and you need to recognize those signs um, because there were so many times that we got in a lot of fights and they were bad fights and we just stayed together because, you know, that's that's what we did, you know? Yeah, it felt like that's what you had to do because you yeah. were together for so long and you guys were like high school sweethearts and it was just like this image in your head that like, well, the next step now that I'm home is that we get married. Yeah. And so, yeah. I also think that, I, for me, I'm, I'm almost a little afraid of being alone. Uh, I'm afraid of not having someone in my life. And which is so interesting to me because when we first met, you were like, I'm never going to get married again. Like, I don't know if I want to do a serious relationship and like that all just kind of changed. I also think you grew so much, like even from when I met you to now, which that's a question we'll get to in a minute is how we've grown since we met. But like, I don't know. I think that's for a lot of people. They fear being alone. And of course, as people get older, the fear grows. But I, but the thing is, I, I didn't, I didn't say I wanted to like, I never, like I said, I wanted to never get married again, but it wasn't the fact that I wouldn't want to live with somebody or, you know, be with somebody. I, it wasn't that I wanted to stay single the rest of my life, the rest of my life. 
So the next question asks how, like, what's our daily schedule like and how do we balance the relationship during a pandemic, like spending so much time together? Um, I will say that I think it helps that we moved to a much bigger space this past year because if we were in the pandemic in our old apartment, we would have, it would have been rough. Like at least this space, he has the basement to do his woodworking stuff. I have the upstairs if I want to, you know, work out or hang out upstairs or film a video um, we have a big yard for Lola to run around in. Like, it's just so much more space. It's, it's like double the space. And I think if we were in our old place together, there wouldn't have been places to kind of escape each other. Yeah. And is, I think that's big. Yeah. It would have been like the bedroom and the living room and that's it. Like, that's the only place you can go. So. Yeah. And it is nice, like, during the pandemic, like, a lot of struggles happened with us as people, like, career-wise, health-wise, family-wise. I mean, I lost my grandma. Like, just so much was going on. And I feel like it brought us so much closer together. Sean started his business, so he was down in the basement working. I think a big part for us is just to have our own things going on. Like, Sean has a nice, solid friend group that if he wants to go out with the boys and, like hang out and chat with them like he can go to someone's house and a lot of them have girlfriends that I get along with and I have my own friends you know from school and things like that so I would say my biggest piece of advice with living together is still making time for each other but also having time for yourself yeah I think also too that we we kind of flourished when we went through the initial stages of the pandemic um we both were kind of at well Lexi was in school but it was all at home and I kind of was on hiatus from my job because I was bartending. You know, all the restaurants were closed and they were only doing takeout. So I just stayed at home and I had nothing to do. I was on unemployment and I literally just sat and played video games all day. And it was starting to become summer then. So we'd go outside and run and, and work out and stuff. But we found things to do. Like we picked up playing tennis, which is you know, we both have never played that sport ever in our lives, but we just picked it up and tried it. And some days were, it was like frustrating because Lexi sucks so bad at it. And then there were some days there was like fun because it was just us being goofy and stupid and, you know, trying to learn a new sport. Uh, we also did like bike rides, which we don't normally do. And we got into bike riding. We started making homemade pasta. I taught Sean how to play the guitar a little bit, like just finding things to keep yourselves busy. But again, like I said, we also had our own things going on. I started a YouTube channel. Sean eventually started his business, like just little things like that, that I feel like kept us sane while being together 24 seven, if that makes sense. So that is that our daily schedule honestly it's so different right now i'm on break from school he's taking a break from woodworking so our daily schedule right now is all over the place but normally again it depends if i'm in person at school in the clinic i'll wake up go to school come home do homework then we'll watch our show our big thing is like at night we love to just sit make dinner have a glass of wine and watch suits which is what our show has been over quarantine that has been like our go-to show but i want to like i want to be able to get break out of that because We've been doing that so much and just coming home, eating dinner, and then like straight to the couch to watch TV. Then we watch TV all night. Well, unfortunately, there's not much to do. I know. Working I know. out, we need to get back on the we do the hustle of that. And I want to get into like doing things while we watch, like doing a puzzle or something just so we're not just like sitting on our butts on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think we should, we can also like, I don't know. There's, there's more things to do. 
Yeah, going off of that, I think it's a very important thing that we have been actually very bad at is like making time to like do new things and like dates and things like that. And yes, the pandemic is very hard, but I think that's where Sean was going with this is like we can do other things on a date night other than just make a meal and sit and watch our show, which we've fallen into a rut because we both love doing it. And by the end of the day, we're both so tired that like that's what sounds good to us. But so we have that challenge date book. We really need to in the new year start doing those dates because it is a really cool idea and it shows I mean it'll be hard now with the pandemic still going on but I think that we can get some date ideas out of that but that would be my advice for living together especially in a pandemic the next topic or question that we got is communication tips how we've evolved as a couple and how our early struggles in our past relationships sort of affected our current one so I will start by saying at first we both came in with very different previous relationships um So our way that we communicated was based off of that and not how we would like to communicate effectively with each other. And I think that that was our first giant struggle to get through because Sean came from a relationship that was more like hot and cold. Like the fights were more like, I don't know how to describe it, like not volatile, like it was never like that, but like speaking your mind and just letting your emotion out. Whereas I came from a relationship that was very like, just keep it inside and fighting is like not 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 that it's not okay but like I'm the kind of person that likes to talk about things and I just started going to therapy and things like that in my previous relationship so I learned how to I guess very calmly discuss things without raising my voice or because I used to be like that I used to get very upset and very like I don't know react instead of respond and I was trying to like evolve into more of responding instead of reacting and taking times to like walk away and sort of like take a deep breath and just very different communication and I think that was our biggest struggle at first was how do we now come together and figure out a good way to communicate with like without killing each other honestly yeah I I mean where I was I think I'd say I was pretty unhealthy when it came to relationships when I came into like me and Lexi starting dating because you know, I would get upset at something and I'd yell and it's, you know, sometimes it's okay to yell. Sometimes you're frustrated and you just like, like screaming is, you know, the best way to kind of relieve anger, but it's not okay to do it all the time or every t- single time you argue at your significant other yeah, too. Like at, it at, was like more of just like, Oh, I'm not thinking. I'm just like letting out my reacting, feelings yeah. in a bad way. And I used and, to be like that too. And there was times where I would just kind of yell and react and get nothing back from Lexi. And it would almost make me more mad <laughs> because I would just like sit there and be like, okay, are you done? Like, yeah. And <laughs> I'm not going to yell back. <laughs> that's, I was not used to that. And I think yeah. I kind of like grew out of that slowly with Lexi, but we just had to work on it. And it's like, once our tempers like went down, you know, we sat and we talked like, okay, this is what you need to do. Like, you know, this is why you're feeling this way. And I think Lexi, um, going to therapy and like, and understanding like where I was, those tactics. Yeah, yeah. And like, she used to do that. So she kind of learned where I kind of came from, yeah. which, um, kind of helped me a lot and kind of, you know, helped us to what we're, at today right yeah we definitely have a lot that we can still improve on but I think we've come such a long way and I don't think we'll ever be at a point where we're like okay we're perfect communicators like everything's great no Um, never I there's still days where I'm like oh well that was stupid like you know and then there's there's days where I'm like 
you know, Lexi apologizes because she's wrong, you know, so. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the biggest thing is like not being afraid to be like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And realizing that you're teammates in any sort of problem and not against each other. Like there's so many times where like something frustrating will happen and we'll get frustrated with each other instead of being like, okay, how can we work on this together? And I think that's the root of so many problems. Um, So I think just like sort of realizing that, I guess realizing how people are when they're upset and what almost like the love languages thing what makes them feel better and what they need when they're you know mad or upset at something I would say that has helped a lot and going off of that the love languages thing is huge because Sean and I have very very different love languages very very different Sean's love language is physical touch so he wants to hold hands and cuddle and hug and I am not like that for me it is I want quality time, words of assurance. I'm a very independent person. So sometimes I just, when people are like all over me, I'm just like, okay, like I don't want to hold hands right now. I don't want to do all that. And so figuring out each other's love language. And for me, it's like, if Sean does something nice, like the dishes for me, like that means the world to me. Whereas for him, if I hold his hand when we're grocery shopping, like that's what means the world to him. So I guess just like navigating each other's love languages and figuring out what makes the other person happy, what makes them upset you know, the usual stuff. Yeah. Okay. The next one says tips on how you adjusted when you were living together and just how to, I guess, coexist as roommates as well as boyfriend and girlfriend. So I think we've just recently gotten very good at this. And I think it all comes down to our deal, our deal. No, as far as like living together in the sense of like the house, I'm saying like logistics of the house, Agreeing that Sean does the dishes and I do the laundry has been a game changer. Well, I didn't even do them today. And well, you did them. Okay, but we help each other out. But I'm saying it's like, because I have time right now. But like when I come home from a busy day, Sean's like, don't touch the dishes. That is my job. Like, and I do the laundry every Sunday or Monday. And it has been amazing. Yeah. And sometimes I help fold or yeah. I'll help put away. Or I'll start the dishwasher, like little things like that. But I think it's just being very open and honest with what bugs you in a nice way so like sean knows that when he comes home and just lays his clothes around it drives me insane and i still do it and he still does it but he's gotten a lot better and sometimes i'll i'll notice and i'll pick everything up or i'll do it before she comes home and pick everything up so whereas sean doesn't mind after dinner he just wants to relax enjoy dinner and then sit and do the dishes another time whereas i'm like well i can't sit and relax until i have the dishes done so just like little things like that that we're just very different on but we've kind of compromised like now sometimes i wait and we don't like the dishes don't bother me right away like i mean there's been dishes in our sink all day and it hasn't bugged me so it's just like the biggest thing is like the about dishes in general try to clean up while you're still cooking that and just clean up as you go like when you're done with something if you put it away it won't pile up yeah that's like my biggest tip on cleaning ever yeah but you do you do that i do it a little bit obsessively yeah we are bad with cups because there'll be eight cups in in the sink and it's like all we had to do was just put it in the dishwasher yeah like it's cups and coffee mugs yeah because it's like it literally could instead of setting it down all you have to do is open the dishwasher and put it in yeah and we're bad with that but as far as like I think we moved in together very soon just because of circumstance. We were living together like six months into our relationship. And I think that's kind of also what like exacerbated the communication problem because now we were living together and trying to figure out our communication and like all of it at one time. So I think it was just like each other out very quickly, a very big, not rough patch, but a very big learning curve, like figuring out trust and what the other person you know needs with that and loyalty and figuring out you know independence and allowing the other person to do their thing without getting upset like again 
comes from previous relationships, previous like everything, upbringings and things in the past that we had to figure out together. And I think the big thing that got us through it living together is like both of us knowing that like this is what we want. We want to work through anything that we have. Like we're not just going to leave on the drop of a dime. And I think that's ultimately like that secure feeling of like knowing that the other person wants to be with you and they're not considering leaving you is what stems so much anxiety comes from that from people. I know, but I also think like even if like we ended up breaking up, I still think we'd be roommates. I think we're good. Oh my gosh. No. What do you mean? No, if we broke up, there's no way we would continue living together. Yes, we're great because we're together, but like. What are we going to do to this end of this lease then? We're not breaking up. You're so dumb. We just bought a fireplace. Relax. No. You bought a fireplace. <laughs> That's another thing people ask as far as living together, like logistics. Like, is it awkward figuring out spending and things like that? And honestly, no. We split all of the bills exactly down the middle. Right down the middle. And some furniture Sean bought, some furniture I bought. So it's like, it's really not awkward. I mean, yeah, like we kind of like prenupped our kind of ways in a in a way bit. it was like okay i'm gonna buy this couch and sean bought the other couch so if we do break up he but, gets that couch yeah, i get this couch just not, like we're splitting not, like, things we're not we're preparing not, to split up but if it ever comes to that point it'll just be easier like, yeah but even just that also ensures that like you spend an equal amount because yes. it's like so i bought the fireplace because sean bought the imac like you know what i mean like yeah. things like that and he bought this couch, so I bought that couch. I bought the dining room table. Sean got the chairs. Like I just bought the rug. And- Sean bought the rug. I got, you know, like, and we just split everything. Um, as far as food, I would say, like, Sean probably pays for more of the, like, going out food just because he likes to do that. I definitely yeah. have started paying for a lot more. Yeah. I, and groceries we split, like. usually Lexi only, will only get, like, her entree and that's it. Yeah, and Sean I'll, gets, I'll like, get, a couple like, drinks and. And it adds up, but. Yeah. Usually going out is my idea, but. I think we try to like do every other. Yeah, we really are pretty good about splitting everything. It's not awkward to me. Like in my opinion, I don't ever expect him to pay for everything. Yeah. But or or if it's like, you know, if my credit card bill gets up like at the end of the month and I don't have that much money to like, okay, like I already spent a lot of my, you know, kind of entertainment cash. Uh, I can look at her and be like, look, I'm kind of money's kind of tight this yeah. this month. And she'll be like. Oh, don't worry. Like, I'll get dinner. Right. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. And as yeah. far as the pets, like, he'll pay for Rita's vet bills. I'll pay for Lola's. We'll pay for food and litter together. Like, I don't know. I just think you have to have open communication. I mean, we were very honest with each other from the front. Like, we were very comfortable around each other. Like, Sean pooped in my bathroom the first time he was ever at my house and asked if I had air freshener. <laughs> like, there was no awkwardness between us. Sometimes a little too much. Like, yeah. my mom's like, are you really, like, farting in front of him? And do you really, like, look like that all the time? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> It doesn't bother me. I don't know. But I think that's why. It doesn't why bother her, but. It doesn't know. bother you. I literally. Can I tell the poop story? I think we've already told it on the podcast at one point. I don't know. Sean had the flu. The stomach flu. Or the stomach bug. We were at a wedding. We were at a wedding. We came home. And he literally thought like nothing of it. And he just had poop on the couch. And well, I had no, to clean it up. No, no, no. And then just poop on the couch. Well, no. You ran like, to the bathroom. No, but it was it coming was, out like liquid. I was having diarrhea yeah. and it was mainly water that yeah. came out but i like went to fart and it was more than a fart and it came right out <laughs> and i cleaned it off the couch so you know what we each have our things <laughs> but i'm glad that story's out there for the world i think it was already in another podcast so whatever it's fine 
So the next question is how to keep the spark alive. And I honestly feel like we're not the best people to ask at this because we fall into our ruts and we just kind of do very routine we, things. Yeah, I think honestly. Traveling helps, I think. It, keeping the spark alive. It does. Like and even our little trip just, to New York City was like something that kept the spark going after yeah. a pandemic. And I think that also just like it's not just keeping the spark alive between you and me. It's like you have to keep the spark alive going in your life. Yes, and that, for sure. And that is huge because if, if somebody is in pain or they're like down and depressed, like that person is going to bring the other person down. And, oh, and there's been times be, where it's either been me or him. We're just unhappy with how things are going in our life or we don't like the way we look or something like that. And it definitely, yeah, I think a, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Because you, if you don't feel good about yourself, you're not going to feel good in your relationship. Yeah, and no yeah. matter what the other person does, if you're not happy with yourself, like there's nothing they can do. So I think that, yeah, and, that's very you know, true. It, sometimes it just needs to be, make a change. Like you need to get out and change jobs or, you know, if your relationship's not doing well, maybe switch it up at, you know, at home, rearrange the furniture, buy something new. Like yeah, for sure. Something that, that might switch out, you know, make you happier or make another person happier. It might, you know, it might freaking help that spark. Yeah, but you definitely. have to recognize that person's love language and and see like, oh, you know, I don't I'm not feeling a lot of love from Lexi lately. You know, maybe I need to say something. Maybe I need to like give her words of affirmation and be like, hey, like babe, you look great today. Like you're doing so good at school. Like stuff like that. And like writing a note or yeah. just like little things here and there. Just like I said with Sean, it's like I'll grab his hand in the grocery store and he'll be like, Wow, thank yeah. you. Like just figuring out what makes that person happy and just remembering yeah. that. The people want to know what it's like dating somebody that does social media or even now more with my sister being home and doing that. Like, what is that like? And what, like, you didn't have any experience with that whatsoever. So, like, I how think, was that? Yeah, I think I got a big shock to it when, you know, I hadn't been around Gabby that much when, until we went to Italy. And then we spent, like, 10 days with her. Um, and I think I didn't realize how much work it was. And... I, not like annoying, but like I just wasn't used to it. And it was like, let's stop and take a picture here or let's go here to take a picture. And I was just like, well, let's just kind of see Italy, you know? And I just wanted to keep rolling and keep going. And it was like, okay, stop to take a 20-minute photo sesh. It, it got kind of annoying after a while. But, you know, I think I've learned to like kind of just kind of have fun with it. And I screw around kind of a lot when – I'm they're taking photos and whatnot. I'll get in the background or and it's just me just trying to keep my my sanity in a, in a way. Like I I get bored, you know, standing there watching taking pictures or, you know, it's like, okay, well, let's have some fun with this. Like and I think I've definitely gotten better with it. I don't know if I have not or you think For I have? For sure. Yeah, I definitely think you have. And I think it's come with just like the understanding that this is like also a job. Like it's Yeah. And it can be annoying at times, but there's also so many perks from it that like it's worth it and it's fun. Yeah. And it is cool that like we can look back on memories of photos, videos, podcasts, things like that with each other now that like, I don't know, yeah. it's neat. I also think like a big a big thing for me is like, you know, it social me media is about the person that that's account. Like her, Lexi's social media is about her. And, you know, but there also comes a respect of space and like kind of privacy in a way like you know we can't go and like just 
give our entire life to the internet. And I think she understands that. And there's some times where I'm like, look, you need to put the camera down or you need to put like this down. And she gets it. And she respects that sometimes. Um, and, and sometimes she doesn't. And, you know, that that's another one of our arguments or, you know, but that just comes with more communication. I think we've definitely got better with that. Yes, I agree. So the next thing says, how have you grown since you started dating? I think as people in general and just maturity levels in general, we've grown so much. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of that is gone with, you know, trusting each other and allowing each other to have our own lives and space. And I think that happens just as you get older, you want your significant other to be their own person and do their own things and have their own friends. And I think we've gotten very good at that. Just like if he knows that like I need my space to just watch a YouTube video or in normal times like go grab a drink with a friend or whatever like he's totally fine with that and vice versa if he wants time with the guys like that's totally okay um and I think just maturing and respecting each other almost you know what I mean like I think that the I've grown a lot uh more so than Lexi I think Lexi was already very mature when she came into this relationship at the age of 21 but um I think that I grew a lot in maturity wise by just being around her um she's very smart she's intel or she's intelligent she's beautiful uh but she's also got this calmness about her that you know it, it wears off on you and I've been able to kind of pick up on that um she's also super motivated too so I've also been able to start my own business, which I probably would have never been able to do if I was with somebody other than Lexi. Um, and that really means a lot to me. And you just need to surround yourself with, you know, someone that can bring out the best in you. And I definitely have that in Lexi. And I feel so sweet. I'm going to cry. I feel the same way in the sense that Sean very much like grounds me and brings me down to like everything's gonna be okay like enjoy life in the moment he's very good at like let's just have fun and live in the present moment and laugh about this instead of worrying about it for four days like I normally would have done so like just sort of bringing that like fun and carefree energy that I don't have on my own that is definitely how he balances me so thanks Okay, so the last couple things. What is my favorite thing and least favorite thing about Sean and vice versa? So my favorite thing about Sean, first of all, I have two. They're a tie. How funny he is. Like, he's just genuinely freaking hilarious. And my whole family thinks he is so funny. And I just love that because he's around to make all of us laugh and just bring up the mood. So I love that. And second, I just love how kind you are. Like, Sean is one of the kindest people I've ever met. Like, if something... Like if someone on the side of the road that he does not know is struggling, he will literally stop the car, get out and help them. Or he will, you know, ask how someone's day is out in public that he doesn't know at all. Like he could talk to anybody. And I think that just goes down to like him being a kind human and very caring. And I think that I've learned a lot from him as far as kindness. So that is my favorite thing. Now, my least favorite thing is just, you know, he can be a little bit messy. He can leave his socks places and his clothes places. And I think that's really just the thing that irks me the most. Yeah. The yeah. socks, it's the socks the for socks you. socks and the hoodies. Lately yeah. the hoodies. Yeah, I do leave a lot of stuff out. But I mean, your favorite thing, it kind of out, outweighs the uh, the bad, right? Well, yeah, or I wouldn't be with you. <laughs> 
So my favorite thing about Lexi is how successful she is and how she's going to be my sugar mama. No, but seriously, she's very successful and she's driven and that's my favorite thing about her. Uh, My least favorite thing about her is the fact that every meal she could eat is pasta. And it, like, we've been doing it a lot, like a lot of homemade pasta lately, and it is making me fat. It is making me so fat. And it's like, okay, I want to make chicken and veggies. I want to be healthy. You know, let's meal prep. Nah, I'm just going to eat rigatoni and, like, red sauce. Like, I just love it so much, and I don't like just eating chicken and veggies every day. I can't do it. And so then we're gonna have to start I just, making. Well, we have HelloFresh coming, so that'll yes. be a good balance of eating like actual meals that we don't have to come up with on our yeah. own. Yeah. And I have a feeling we're gonna end up sticking with either HelloFresh or the other meal service that we got for Christmas. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it is. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I definitely like. I definitely wanted to start eating healthier and whatnot, and she just does not want to eat healthy at all. I. I want to eat healthier but for me that's still pasta a couple times yeah. a week <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna catch up to her though eventually she's gonna she's gonna hit 27 and it's just, just gonna go all downhill so let me live my life for the next two years on pasta yeah <laughs> all right you guys the last question we're gonna wrap up and probably not talk much about it because we don't know but it's what does the future hold and what are our future plans we are in no rush to get engaged we are in no rush to get married Sean wants to have children soon, but he needs to understand that I, I would like. I do it. not. I think. I think I'd <laughs> no. rather wait a little. No, he bit. jokes about it. Wanna, he just says like he thinks he's going to be too old. I, I want to travel a little bit more. Yeah, and, and with the pandemic, that's definitely yeah, putting a damper on that. Put a hiatus on that. So I think we have to wait a couple more years. I think I'm going to be well into my 30s before we have kids. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, if Sean is do. three years older than me to the day. We have the exact same birthday. He was born in 1993. I was born in 1996. Both of us on July 14th. So that is super fun. We get to celebrate our birthdays together. I love sharing a birthday with him. But we would like to travel more before we have yeah. kids. And engagement and marriage is something that I don't want to rush. Neither does Sean, obviously. No. So we're just like, chilling right now i would like to not move anytime soon unless we buy a house because moving sucks and this is the first winter that we don't have to move knock on wood unless something happens yeah that we don't have to move again so i'm much happy in this house i don't need to move anytime soon so other than that not a whole lot hopefully more travelings in our future but yeah hopefully and then you know there's always the the discussion of moving down the road you know yeah like do we want to stay in buffalo or do we want to move yeah i don't know we're both so on the fence with that like sometimes we want to sometimes we don't and then it's it's so it's so tough because part of me like i have so many friends here and i have a great friend group all my family's here um but at the same time it's like i hate the cold i love the changing of the seasons but I could I could wear shorts every single day down in Florida and live on the beach, um, but it's just something that we we got to figure out as time goes on. So we'll see uh, what happens when Lexi's done with dental school, and you know we'll we'll kind of go from there. Yes, and we will document all of it for you guys as well, of course. So stay tuned. Some of it, not all of it. <laughs> no, not all of it. But <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you had an awesome holiday season, and I can't wait to ring in the new year. Um, we will probably do a New Year's resolutions episode next week, I'm thinking, or something regarding the new year, maybe what we learned in 2020 and what we want to improve on, things like that. But we got to go. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Chicken, Chicken Noodle, Noodle Scoop. Scoop. Bye.